Welcome to Meet an African Pastor podcast. My name is Anthony Seitzma, and in this podcast, I interview different African pastors so that people around the world can hear about what their lives are like and pray for them. And most importantly, this gives all of us an opportunity to learn from the African church. Thank you for listening. Welcome to our podcast. I'm here with two pastors today. I'm here interviewing Lim, but uh, Lim is also going to speak in his local language for many of the questions. And so I'm here with Reverend Magambo also, and he is going to uh, translate for Lim. Magambo has been on the podcast earlier, yeah. and uh, maybe we'll even get him on again. But today he's just translating for his fellow pastor, uh, Pastor Lim. So, Lim, welcome to this interview. We're glad to have you. Please share with us your name, your full name, and where you come from, and uh, and tell us about your family. Thank you, Anthony. My name's uh, Nicholas Lam Trabome. I'm from Kavali's Pastret, but my location is in Sinjiro, Kabayant town. And I'm married to Florence Trabome. We have two children. Mm. One a boy, another one is ready, but the lady is not staying with us. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And I'm a pastor, pastoring a church mm-hmm. in Wakakwenda mm-hmm. under Kawanda Assembly. Okay. Serving under Pentecostal Assemblies of Uganda, of God in Uganda. Thank you so much, Lam. Uh, tell us the name of your local language. The name of my local language is Runyankoli Ruchiga. And Emmanuel, you can mm-hmm. introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Emmanuel Magambo, and like Anthony mentioned, I've already been on this podcast, but now I'm here to translate. My colleague Lam, because Lam is in the pastorate in the region of churches where I am a leader. I'm on the, I'm a leader on the regional team. Great, it's good to be with you both today. Thank you for joining this interview. So, Lam, feel free to speak now in your local language as I ask. Um, tell us about when you became a pastor and how, how did you become a pastor? Um Katanika Uwa Umuriso Makugwa Yankumirina Mushanju Ndiku Hedaza Hasimuriso Ndijo. I I started being a pastor in two thousand seven under another pastor. Mm-hmm. That time I was in another district before I migrated. Uh, 2011, I migrated to another district called Isinjiro in southwestern Uganda. Yeah, for two years, I was not in, in the pastoral role after my immigration. Then in 2013, I was posted, posted to a, a church called Chezimbire. Some of those names may be hard to catch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was in that church for three years. 
banyimana ba transferi umu dijo chachi then I was transferred to another church for two and a half years. Okay. Now for six months, I am in my third church since his migration. What kind of trainings have you had to um, train you as a pastor, either informal or maybe at a school? I have been mainly trained through seminars, mm-hmm. pastor seminars. You're one of the training I did for a long time was called the church and community mobilization. It has an element of like the way TLT works, TLT, that's Timothy leadership training. Mm. And now I have graduated as an advanced trainer in TLT. Do you have a desire to do more theological education? Yeah, Yes, I have a, a strong desire that I can go to uh, an IBS in service Bible training. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think next year I will begin. Okay, that's great. Uh, what, tell us what you enjoy about being a pastor. What are the things that make you very happy as you serve? Uh, what excites me about being a pastor is that I can find the time to go deep in reading and learning God's word. It also makes me cautious of the kind of man I live in where I am because even when I'm moving in places where I think no one knows me, I hear people call me pastor. So that keeps me cautious of the kind of man I am. Mm. And the other thing that excites me about being a pastor is that I, I, I find myself that I need to be committed in being involved in a number of activities that I can be an example to the people that I lead. And Lem, do you have other work that you do besides pastoring? Yeah. Yeah, the other work that I do, I'm a peasant. Mm. I, I plant fruit. I'm a fruit farmer. And I hawk them. I hawk the 
fruit that I in the town. Yeah, the reason I do that I don't want to keep my eyes for support on the congregation or sometimes the congregation can be overburdened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us, uh, just to, as we get to know you, tell us your favorite book of the Bible. Like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you know, uh, what book of the Bible is your favorite and, and why? Ephesians. Ephesians. Yeah. yeah. Ephesians, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why is that yeah. one your favorite? Yeah, one thing I like about the book of Ephesians is that he, it he teaches me deep about the grace of God mm-hmm. and that uh, how I also need to take in <laughs> and also to see the to, to understand the gifts that are given to the church and also to teach through it how the church can grow mm-hmm. that's great uh, tell us how you first became born again how did you come to know Jesus the first time I got saved in 2004. Uh, um, my friend was in a church, so I visited their church, the, the church where my friend was fellowshipping. And for about a year, I was working near that church, near where, the, near that, near, near where that church was. And I was a carpenter, so that friend of mine who was going to that church used to give me the timber, the wood to use in my carpentry work. So after the service, they welcomed me and asked me to say something. And then I found myself, I said, I want to accept Christ. I wanted to find the grace of God, the grace of Jesus Christ. Yeah, they led me in a, a sinner's prayer and that's how I began being a church member. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lem. It's good to get to know you a bit. Let's let's now talk more about your ministry today. Um, what does a what does a week look like for you? What do you do each day as a pastor or each week? What are your activities? Yeah, uh, yeah, usually my week, uh, like on Wednesday, and on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday, 
I am normally with the brethren. And then Saturday I prepare the message what to preach. And my other work. Yes, what I do for my other work is on, I do it on Monday, Tuesday, and sometimes on Friday. And as a family, we have a, a day of fasting monthly. Usually in the last week of the month, we find a, a day for prayer and fasting. Then every day from from 7.30 to 8.30 p.m., we normally have we have a time of family devotions at home. Mm. Okay, thank you. Uh, does your wife partner with you in ministry in any way? Yeah, my wife supports me very much in the ministry. When we got married, she was also a pastor. Mm. And her main role is in evangelism, and for me, I am a teacher. And and even in finances, like when uh, we need maybe some kind of activity that requires money, I see her very much willing that we contribute towards that. She doesn't complain about how we use our finances in the ministry. Mm. That's good. That's a good partnership. Um, Lem, you mentioned church and community mobilization. Uh, you're involved in that. Uh, tell us more about what that is. What is that? Yeah, concerning the mobilization of people in the church and in the community. Uh, yeah, like when we have meetings, conferences. Yeah, normally I work with the church to, to mobilize the resources that are needed like transportation or food. And uh, I also try to get into the communities to know the needs of the people in the community. Mm. 
chaita jiso kubaha bora shaka ndi kubaha bora alikuweta go o kuyamba ndi na mabrezinga cha cha jishitwa jishitwa kura where people in the community need maybe counseling and sometimes they may need material help sometimes i can come back to church and see what we could do about those who may be in need of material help yeah i think you mentioned to me before that you're passionate about helping the needy how does your church do that specifically how do you maybe you can tell us how you care for the needy within your church obumena bumene tukira kureba mukumuntu rwagwire turundana yomwe byo kuriya ninga batene bijwaru turundana bijwaru yeah usually sometimes in the community there may be a needy person who becomes sick and sometimes we can in the church we can collect for them like food or all those who don't have clothes we collect for them clothes then others we give them gift work we can go to work in in their gardens or around their homes to see what we can do in a way using manpower and others we cancel them that's great yeah thank you them um share more about how you have seen god use the christians of your church for kingdom change for 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 good in the community or for or for mission how has god used her church uh, the way i see god using the christians in the church i, I see people involved in evangelism among their friends and without following the church program but they go out to the communities and tell people about Jesus others go on to pray for the sick and others can come back and testify how God has used them to help their neighbors and others he mentor others in the, within the other church members also work together with other members to mentor them in the ministry and sometimes even when i i am not present i go back and i find that he, some of the church activities have been going on yeah mm-hmm. That's very encouraging. Um Lem, tell us about one of your recent sermons that you preached. What was what was it that you preached about the last time? Um kanyu ndikubulira akukura kwikanisa. I was preaching about to church growth. Nkageza okwire ko kukura ndi kutanisa ukuru mu myaka n'ukura and 
So I was trying to differentiate between uh, the, the years that the church may have spent, let's say, growth in age and then real maturity. And I was using, I used the Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 18 as my passage. And I also referred to Romans chapter 12. Yeah, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, and then 6 to 11. And the Quedeke can also cura a shimequinemo a bichoncho. And I was explaining the need for the gifts in the church as one way to the church can grow that there should be functional gifts. Kujango nebichoncho javi kora konka or manyungu bona na wali umuntome kombeka emobirigua kristo aliukanisa. But even when people have different gifts, to remember that they are one body, the Church of Christ. Kani kujango numu kukuro kwe bashakwani wa manya vini eshijendiru kwa chima alichove elichiride. And that in that growth they need to have a goal that they are all aiming at. Kuliko okombeka umbirigua kristo. And the goal is to build the body of Christ. Kani kujango kabaliko kuravira umukora ukunda kwa ruhanga and they do that by doing the will of god and that they are built upon jesus christ as the head and the word of god that if they are growing in christ then complaints and grievances will not be many and whatever waves would come against them, they would not be shaken because they would be standing on the truth. And that when the church is, is growing in Christ, they are even even to they are able to avoid the error or false teaching amidst when it comes across. Yeah. yeah that's a great passage. I, I, I love that one. I've also preached on that one recently. And I know that you said Ephesians is your favorite book. <laughs> so it's good, <laughs> good that you're preaching on that one. Yeah. And now let me come to some of the challenges of being a pastor. Um, have you ever felt like you have suffered because of being a pastor, or that you've had unique challenges because of being a pastor, or even from being a Christian? Yeah, challenges are Yeah, there are many challenges. Uh, when I got saved, my father was a leader in the in the religion in the denomination where where I was born. 
umuryeco cikatuma kwiyankamara imeza ashata takacimanyira abo kwa kandi ntura murimo yeah for for three months he had not known that he had confessed Christ as my savior because i was at my place of work konga kwiyachimanyira umukajunwa yaitaho bamabishika when he when he got to know that i was saved he called some of the clan clan head clan people and and so it it made him to like to exclude me from the rest of the children and even in the sharing of family property he put me aside shikatwara hakire kahango akakwate kanje nawe kagumira kuza kwikumbira go kombeka Uh, it, it took a long time that even up to the time when he, I wanted to yeah that he, it, it took time for me to build my relationship again with him yeah Yeah, when I when he learned that uh, I am saved, he even he was he tried his level best so that I can get nothing from his home. And even that time when he, I moved from one place, when I chose to migrate from one district to another. But by the time I wanted to move some our relationship had been built again because he was willing to let me go and even allow me to sell what he had given yeah, and i thank god that he, even by the time he died we were already the, the, the relationship the father son relationship had been well restored uh, mm. uh, yeah, the other thing in the ministry the first place where i was posted for three years yeah they was a false prophetess yeah so chari bikamu witwe twaturemegwe mwe na kujya mu nogwe turugemu obabino yaheriza you was a prophetess but somehow who, are, who had the support of our senior leader so sometimes the senior leader would do, was in favor of her so sometimes would say maybe me it should be the one to leave the ministry and he continues to work she, and he continues to work with the prophet, false prophetess banyima uh, Yeah, but at, in the end somehow this prophetess was revealed even to the assembly pastor yeah mm-hmm. 
but even in another place where I moved to, I still found there problems with the leadership. But also, yeah, that that also that problem was also resolved because that other uh, leader who was like against my ministry moved away from the denomination and moved into another denomination. Uh, and the other challenge I have found that many times they I am transferred to places where there are church conflicts. Because all those three places I where I would go there and find they are a running church conflict. Mm. But I thank God that usually by the time I leave those places the, the those conflicts have would have been resolved mm. Mm. yeah them the church conflicts are everywhere <laughs> in my country too <laughs> but it's encouraging that god has used you to bring uh, healing and unity to yeah. those those problems now when you get discouraged as a pastor when things are hard as a pastor and you're frustrated what keeps you going how, what gives you strength to keep going? What strengthens me mainly is the word of God. Like Psalm 146, Psalm 121, and Psalm 123. Yeah, usually when I am finding some difficult time, I read those Psalms and I feel strengthened. Yeah, and sometimes I could have had maybe a dream about what is happening, such like that by the time I come to those troubles, somehow I would have been prepared in some way. And the, the other thing that strengthens me are the leaders I work with. Sometimes they come along to counsel me and encourage me. Yeah. Okay, Lem, this has been good, but we're coming to the end of our interview. Uh, I have two questions for you at the end. First, what, what, what message or encouragement might you want to share with the listeners. Remember that the listeners are from, some are from Africa in different countries, some are from the United States, some are from other countries around the world. What what kind of encouragement do you want to give those who are listening? Yeah, the message I want to give to those people listening to me is that they should love God. Because I've seen that in very difficult times, he never leaves me and he strengthens me. 
nshuwampereza ubutumwa abali sabajenzi banje abali kushira kuvuga no wundi mbera baneze byetago banisente banentaro and i encourage my fellow ministers pastors those who find maybe problems like maybe lack or conflicts any kind of trouble kuyangwa misho bataka yirebe mberezo ninga chikureka barebe ruhanga kwa niwe aine I encourage them not to put their eyes or their look for their support anywhere else but to see Jesus to see God because he is the answer to all problems. Thank you so much Lam for that encouragement. Yes. Now my last question for you as we end is uh, what can the listeners pray for you about? What are your prayer prayer requests for you or your church or your family na ekindi kushaka kujya ngo bashabe umwananye ico kubanza no kujya ngo kushaba mukama kampere zamani aguko no kunyongera imyaka mu kumuhereza i request them to pray for me that god will continue to strengthen me and give me more more years to serve him na kandi ngafamire kugira ngo mukama atero manda kwa turumuturgo umucaro kusa kugura umwanya umutahuni and that he also to pray for us as a family because we are trying to move away from the rural place and go buy a plot in town we want to buy a plot in town kugira ngo umukama atumuhande binye no ndi kuguza bigende kandi na so i request for prayer that he, the property in the village that I have put on market may be able to be marketable to get buyers and that god may also continue to provide for me very good i'm sure that the listeners who will be listening to this a bit later they will be praying for you and your family so thank you so much uh, lamb for sharing with us And Mogambo, thank you for serving us by translating. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure. God yes, bless you both. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.